Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. And I'm Jill Coleman. Welcome to the Best Life Podcast. Here we talk about everything from success, money, relationships, and entrepreneurship to productivity, honest communication, positive psychology, and how to cultivate an abundance mindset. Make money, travel the world, deepen your relationships, live full out. This is the Best Life. everybody welcome to the best life podcast this is danny j and i have my friend from scotland miss ashley ray with me what's up girl oh hey (laughs) so ashley is visiting um you might have seen her on my instagram stories hanging out with me but she came out to vegas for new year's eve and just been hanging out for the last week it got a bit wild (laughs) it did get a bit wild so ashley and i wanted to talk about because it's new year's talk about goals and resolutions because it is all the rage it is all the rage it's all the rage right now and you just spent a good weekend well I left to Maryland for like 30 hours and she locked herself up in a hotel room to work on her goals and I was like let's talk about this yeah I cried every day because you weren't there (laughs) (laughs) most people cry when I am there so thanks (laughs) (laughs) yeah no I did I did this last year so last year I decided that I was just going to give myself two weeks on my own and I booked a trip to Bali and just spent those that time like journaling I got really woo woo and was just letting my goals letting letting the things unfold deciding like what I wanted to do for that year and who I wanted to be and all that kind of stuff and having that space to do it on my own without the distractions and ideas and beliefs of other people mm-hmm. was just Uh, absolutely awakening yeah I think you know what that like just saying that right away is not being distracted by the beliefs and ideas I feel like in the past for me and maybe lots of other people we almost make resolutions and goals because that's what everyone else is doing or even the like I need to lose weight maybe you didn't even think you needed to but everyone else is or I need to meditate more because everyone else is or whatever it is I feel that often we choose things that aren't even ours and maybe that's a big reason why they don't come true or happen because we don't really want them and it it was just the best experience because even when you say to someone if you say to a friend or a family member or your partner oh I'm thinking like this is my goal for the year you speak it out then they tell you what they think and that clouds your vision and then this just whole thing and like you're saying is like if you don't truly want and are passionate and have that fire inside you for what you're setting forth to do for the year it's not going to happen you're going to feel bad about it because you're not really driven to do it Mm -hmm. and then you're just it's going to be a mess yeah one of the things we were talking about in the car on the way over here was vision board. So <laughs> I got invited to a vision board party and I was telling Ashley, I was like, you know, I don't really love vision boards because 
they don't come true for me. That's kind of like, and I, I guess that's the thing is I think sometimes we think we put something on a board and it's supposed to be magic or I don't know, but I feel like a lot of my vision boards, I've put things on there and then either I changed my mind through the year or it just didn't happen or it didn't come true. And I felt like it doesn't work. And Ashley said that she loves vision boards. So I, I wanted to have this discussion because I'm like, you know, there's got to be people like me who feel the same. And I love how your response to me was. I uh, love vision boards. Yeah. I use them a lot. I'm very visual. So I like to see something through before I actually do it. Like I'll visualize it. I don't even know I'm doing it, but I do it. And honestly, my vision boards, but I don't do a vision board for the year. Mm-hmm. What, what I do is I'll do a vision board and I get so excited about it. It's like I get on Pinterest and I'm like pinning all the images. I'm like, okay, I'm going to marry this person (laughs) and then I'm going to have this car and this is going to happen and And then I print everything out and I just, oh, I just love like pasting and using like my print stick and my glue and sticking it all on. But then what happens is I will re-look at that maybe like three weeks later Mm -hmm. or maybe three months later depending on how I'm feeling if I look at my vision board and I feel like resistance or unhappy with any part I will change it Mm. and I think that that's the key it's like you have to be blend blendable you have to that's the right word you have to moldable rather and like be open to things changing yeah well I like one of the things you said to me too you you were like well if you don't if it doesn't work for you, that's okay. And I think that's important too, because I, there's so much almost pressure to have a vision board, have a, a, a practice, a meditation practice, have like all of these things. And then we have to have all the same goals. And suddenly you're starting to feel like you can't keep up and maybe you're doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. And I like that you said that because, you know, we're friends and I do feel a little bit of that pressure, but even just hearing you say like, okay, if you don't like vision boards, you don't. And I was like, Oh, like, thank you. <laughs> like, it's not that I needed your permission to not like them, but I was going, yeah, you're right. I don't need to, it doesn't have to be my thing. Maybe I like to write my goals down. Maybe I like vision boards. Like some people I think love to make, yesterday we were talking to my mom. She says, I don't keep lists and I keep, t- and I keep tons of lists. So I like that you just said, okay, Danny, like, then you don't. <laughs> yeah. I think anything that makes you feel bad or guilty, don't do. Mm-hmm. If you feel like you're doing something because you have to, don't f- freaking do it. I don't yeah. know if I can swear in your podcast Oh, you or can. Not. Okay. <laughs> don't fucking do it. Um, just, just have that. You have to be fun. It has to feel good. And we're talking about manifesting as well, because mm-hmm. that's something that I we're all manifesting all the time, but intentional manifesting something different, obviously. When you yeah. put things on your vision board, that's the whole idea. You're manifesting. Yeah. And the way I see it is my vision board is my wishes. Yeah. So these, this is me saying, like writing my list to Santa, like I was saying okay. to you. Uh-huh. When you're a kid, you write your list to Santa. You don't think, oh, will Santa be able to afford this like <laughs> truck? Will he be able to afford? No, I would just open like the Argos catalog in yep. the UK. So it's like some toy catalog and just write, write a whole lot of shit down that I wanted yeah. and I was like Santa's gonna deliver this shit to me on Christmas morning yeah. because he freaking loves me <laughs> yeah. so it's the same thing for it's like an adult Santa list yep I like that I like looking at it that way I remember taking the catalog to my little nephew somehow my dad has a catalog and he's four and he's just wa- walking around with this catalog looking <laughs> at the toys and I think maybe we need to do that again it's just like let, the universe is our catalog and we're just picking out what we want yes just pick out what you want and 
obviously like you're not going to sit there and go okay I'm going to lie in bed for 12 months and everything's going to manifest for me no you are co-creating so I'm putting my wish list on there and then I'm getting mm-hmm. to work and playing my part mm-hmm. but equally the point is if you like you're saying like oh I don't want to do visual don't like I have tried so many times to force myself I'm going to yep. do the miracle morning yep getting up at 5 a.m it's gonna be so great i'm gonna do my gratitude i'm gonna blah, 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 blah. and i'm just like i don't even want to wake up because the list of things i have to do when yes. i wake up yeah is so long that yeah. it just like puts me off yeah we just did a podcast episode literally on morning routines how like that book in particular like it's great and so many people have positive benefits but it's also stressful you like have to do 37 things before it's before it's 8 a.m and you're like holy cow I just had to make my bed and exercise and meditate and do my gratitudes and say my prayers and you know there's just so many things you're like okay that's it's too many things I'm just gonna wake up yeah brush my teeth (laughs) and hope I have a good day I know no I mean for me in the morning I'm you and I I mean uh, Ashley and I have spent some time together and we are very similar in the sleep realm where we sleep very heavy (laughs) we're heavy sleepers we don't wake up at ever (laughs) yeah and it's it's not it's a slower process we're not like the jump out of bed people which I was so grateful I think one of the first times we spent that we spent the same time together in bed was in Nashville and I was like oh my gosh this girl sleeps as hard as me like thank goodness I always get embarrassed because my alarm goes off all the time and I'll just it will go off forever and people who are light sleepers they want to punch me in the face they're like why is this chick not waking up and I was like, oh gosh, Ashley is like my spirit creature. Like she, she's also a hard sleeper. So, love a snooze. This yeah. is like whatever, whatever your creative process is, or whatever your non-creative process is. Just don't feel bad about it. Yeah. Like, yeah. I used to feel so bad about not doing that miracle morning yeah. because so many people are doing it, especially in network marketing and have a network marketing business. And it's just like, like miracle morning, and I'm like, it actually makes me feel like so bad about myself mm-hmm. for not doing that not so doing I was it. like I didn't like one morning yeah and was like okay no yeah. this isn't working for me it's we do have to give ourselves permission to not do stuff so speaking of network marketing this is actually where I think my fear I don't want to say fear of vision boards came but I started to get this anxiety around goal setting because in network marketing there's ranks and I was in a company and I wanted to hit a certain rank by a certain time and so I did a achieve that rank but it was like two months later and when I hit it I was I was thinking that no big deal that it was two months later but then I aimed for this next rank and I kept missing it I kept missing it and I kept missing it and I kept I mean I wrote these affirmations like you know executive director by by July and executive then it was like okay July passed okay executive director by August executive director by 2015 like you I just kept pushing it back and then I was getting so defeated that I started Mm -hmm. to lose confidence in my Mm -hmm. own ability and I struggled too with a goal like that because it took it took other people's effort. So in network marketing, in order to reach certain ranks, you have to help other people, right? So I knew that I could work really hard, but I wasn't necessarily doing a good job or being a good leader at helping my team do the same. And I started to beat myself up. And then I got to where I was almost scared to set a goal because I thought, well, what if I don't hit it? Then I'd rather not say it or like secretly not say it and I bet a lot of people do that where they have goals and I know a big thing is to to speak it out loud to help it happen but I think so many of us have maybe said it out loud maybe they're like this year I'm going to get in shape but you don't even want to tell anybody because what if you don't do it again yeah I think it's really important 
that and I've been in that space as well and I've seen it is that when you set a goal your goal is your goal Mm -hmm. but the time when you're going to achieve it is set in sand Mm. so your goal is set in stone but your your time is set in sand and what that means for me is that yes you're going to go all out and you're going to do everything it takes to achieve that that's what we say to my team is you 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 run across that finish line you keep running until the clock strikes at midnight or whenever your goal your date is and then you look back to see if you've achieved it yeah okay so like I would say like Usain Bolt he runs across the finish line 100 meters and then he looks back to check his time Mm, mm -hmm. he's not checking his time as he goes yes and it's like if you look back and you haven't done it at least you know you've done everything that you could possibly do with everything you knew to achieve it sure and just being okay with like knowing it's going to happen but I think where the problem lies is when people set a goal that they actually don't believe they can achieve Mm -hmm. and that's okay Mm -hmm. like so if you're thinking about a goal and you're like okay so this year I want to do like you know six figures yeah but you have this resistance within your body, yep. then you've got to be careful of that because that resistance is going to play out in your business. And it's you've, the more fun and the more you have to be excited about goals. Yep. So even if your goal is smaller, like I've set smaller goals and far past them yeah. because I've been excited about achieving them. That's super powerful because I was thinking back as a personal trainer, a lot of my clients were weight loss goals. So they might want to lose 100 pounds but it takes, it's going to take some time, right? So if in the first month they only lost five, they get so discouraged because they think, well, if I want to lose a hundred pounds in a year, divide that by 12, it needs to be approximately eight to 10 pounds a month. If I just did five my first month, then, oh, it's over. But you have to, like, it does add up over time. There's times where I had clients lose 20 pounds in a month and then the next month five and then the next month 10. It's, it was not a exact like linear process. And that happens with money and stuff too, a lot, where I've thought, okay, I'm going to hit this number goal. And then I didn't, and I, there was a piece of me that didn't believe it could happen. Yeah. And how do you, like, how do you personally work on those beliefs? Do you just bring your goal back until you believe you can? Yeah, I would say I, that's, that's exactly what I would do. Mm-hmm. I would make my goal smaller. smaller. Yeah. And like, to say that almost gives me hives yeah because I'm like all about dreaming big but it has to be fun for you yeah and it's not fun if straight away you don't believe you can achieve it that's what's tricky too because you and you and I both listen to Grant Cardone and sometimes he he has a book called the 10x rule and talks about making your goals 10 times so if you want to make a hundred thousand say it's a million but I struggle with that because I think for some people that works because you overshoot it. So if you like if I'm my goal is to make a million, then if I fell short and I make a hundred thousand, then great. But then for some people that feels like a failure. So I think part of it too is knowing yourself and what like what psychological tricks you have to play on yourself. Cause I think for me, when I worked with clients, a lot of times I would do what you suggested is let's start small. Let's say, okay, your goal is to work out three days a week. And if you do it, amazing, you hit it. And if you work six, then bonus. Instead of saying, let's work out six days a week, and then you accidentally only go five, and then you feel shitty about yourself. So I kind of like to scale back and overshoot. But I know that for some people, shooting really high and under is like, that's what they prefer. Yeah, and it's about building momentum as well. Mm -hmm. If you're starting from scratch, you've got to build momentum up. And sometimes small goals work. But it's also about what season you're in in your life. And this was a big thing I learned this year because um, for, for three years, I was in a season of absolute hustle. 
Yeah. Like, and I loved it. And I was like going, so big goals for me worked. Yeah. Aggressive 10X yeah. rule, that masculine energy was like, I was all about it. Yeah. But this past year, 2018, because you know I my relationship ended I lost some people close to me I needed to be more in a space of just like a feminine energy of a healing nurturing space and those type of goals just did not work for me yeah I think that is actually super crucial the season you're in because it's like the new year everyone thinks well it's new year's this is the time to do it. And it, maybe it's not the time to do it. Maybe your time to restructure and reset your goals is going to be in February or March. Mm-hmm. And you're feeling all the pressure to have a new year's resolution. And it's like, look, stuff's happening. Like things, life happens and it's not always the best time. I know for me as well, same with you is like went through a breakup, went through a lot of life changes. It wasn't really the best time for me to focus on hardcore business goals. I needed to focus on healing myself and just kind of pulling the pieces of my life together. But I did feel often like a pressure to perform and outperform the last year and keep growing. And it is like, I think we need, I like getting permission. It's not, it's funny. It's not like you need the permission, but you almost do feel better when you have the permission. Like when you said today in the car, okay, you don't like vision boards. It just made me, it almost made me bring like an internal, like sigh of relief. Like, oh, oh, thank you. I don't need, I need to, don't need like a vision board. Yeah, you you do need permission. I think we do need permission. And, you know, one thing I am massive on is, is not, is knowing that you're maybe in a different season than someone. Mm -hmm. You can look at people, uh, you know, coming back to if you're in the same industry, you know, Instagram, oh, that person's like gained 100,000 followers in six months. Well, you know, Susie might have gone from 50 to 150,000 followers, but the following year she might, something might happen and she doesn't do anything. Whereas your account grows to a million yeah so it's like everyone is in different seasons some people are like pad they're in paddling season yeah so if you think of it like or in the ocean on a surfboard they're paddling they're paddling paddling they're trying to catch the wave you're trying to catch a wave yep. and maybe that's the season you're in and you're comparing yourself to nancy who's riding the wave because yeah. she's paddled for two years yeah and then it goes the other way around so it's like you just have to be so careful not to compare the season that you're in to the season that you know Nancy and Susie or whoever else you're looking at is in because feeling pressure and like being hard on yourself and like we bully ourselves like you're not where you're supposed to be and it's like oh like nothing good happens when you bully yourself and you feel bad yeah so whatever it takes for you to get back into a space of feeling good I don't care if it's lying on the sofa for a week watching friends episodes yep okay you're going to be in a far better space to grow and to pursue whatever goals you decide to set than if you know you're hard on yourself and you're trying to oh I'm just going to get up and do the miracle morning like no you're going to feel shit and you're going to feel resistance allow yourself to be who you are where you are exactly as you are right now and just accept and nurture yourself and from that space then you get to grow because you're you're planting that seed you're building your your basement and your foundation and just stop with the fucking resistance it's so easy to get caught up in that with social media and I don't know about you, but one of the things I do when I'm feeling that is to like stop looking at other people's stuff because I start because I I go like we just did an episode on social media and like stalking and looking at other people. But it's not always about relationships. Sometimes I'm looking at other women in our industry or people that I feel like, well, look what she's doing and I should be doing that. And so I get 
I'll go, okay, you know what, Danny, put the phone down, stop looking and just go work on your own thing. Or like you said, just go rest, go, go sit on the couch and stop, just stop. And person. Uh, what do you do? Like, do you have any tools? Do you have to make yourself stop sometimes? Or do you just like give yourself a pep talk or call your girlfriends? Or what do you do? I do a couple of weird things. Okay. So <laughs> I've probably never said this publicly before, but I actually talk to my inner child. Okay. Like I like call her little Ashley. Little Ashley. Like I have a conversation with her and yeah. I will just say, listen, Ash, like I know you're feeling a little bit insecure right now. I think maybe you're spending too much time comparing yourself. So let's just regroup. Yep. We're going to chill out. We're going to treat ourselves to a day of getting our nails done, mm-hmm. our hair done, and I'm going to take care of you. I love that. Like I literally talk to me and a child like all the time. <laughs> um, so that's one thing I do. Yeah. And then the other thing I do is, yeah, I just stop scrolling. Mm-hmm. Like today you were like, oh, I just like met up with this girl and you need to follow her. So if she's so pretty, I was like, probably not going to follow her. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like we don't need to follow any pretty girls right now when we're not feeling it <laughs> That's the same. Like if someone just had a baby and you're like following fitness Instagrams and you're beating yourself, it's like, don't do that. You no. just had a baby. Your body is gonna feel different for a bit don't look at instagram pictures of people who never had children and are you know 10 percent body fat it's yeah. just like unless you just want to torture yourself yeah it's torture and it's just like noticing and being aware of the things that you do that cause yourself to feel bad and like feel feel pain about things and i think definitely instagram is just turning that yeah. turning that shit off One of the things you and I talked about last week was doing shorter term goals too. So it's the new year's and everybody's like new year's resolutions. And one of my problems I would always have is set a goal for the year. And honestly, by March, I forgot what the goal was or I wasn't moving towards it because it just was so far out. It feels like you have so much time. So I started a couple years ago and I was actually network marketing from a coach making like monthly, weekly, even daily kind of tasks and breaking it down to smaller, 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 smaller chunks. Because I feel like it's kind of back to what we said earlier is when you can do the small attainable things that builds confidence. And as you have confidence, then you feel like you could do more. And then when you do more, you get closer. So a big thing that I did this year as well is I kind of have my calendar broken up into quarters and I'm going Mm -hmm. to set more quarterly goals than yearly goals. Yeah. I'm exactly the same this year. I I feel like I need to be focused more. And then it's again, it's about trusting yourself Mm -hmm. and what excites you. And yeah, for me, I'm like, okay, three months, where do I want to be by the end of March? Yeah. Like I, December just seems too far away. Like it gives me anxiety when I think about it. So I'm like, well, I'm not going to do that. And the other thing that you said that makes so much sense is that, you know, most people do 80% of the work in the last 20% of the time they have to do it. Yep. Yep. Right. So it's like, well, then we're just going to wait till like November and do most of the stuff that we said we're going to do in January. Yep. So true. (laughs) No, we were, um, Ashley and I were having a conversation when I was in network marketing and a lot of people who know this, even if you're in sales or something, you do your goal, your like ranks by the month. So the last day of the month, there's so much activity the last two days of the month. It's always insane. If you're in any kind of business like this, people are on the phone, they're going crazy. You could do, you know, 40% of your business or more on the last two days of the month where you had all month to get this done. And literally you just hustle, hustle, hustle right at the end. And then it's like, ding, 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 the bell rings and you see where you're at. So if we think about that in the year, you could just dick around all year. And then you're like, oh shoot, it's December. And you go one of two ways. You either hustle like crazy or you're like, well, 
the year's almost over forget it i'll start again next next year. year Yeah, so I think definitely three-month ones, and I'm using the same planner as you, the passion planner, Mm -hmm. which is great for, like, mind mapping and and choosing goals and writing down all the things you need to do to achieve that goal and then literally scheduling those things. Yeah. It's so simple. And, like, yesterday – so I – full disclosure. I haven't written a to-do list probably for two months. Yeah. I'm not even going to lie about it. I literally haven't. And and that doesn't actually make me feel good Mm -hmm. because I just feel like I'm unfocused and blundering through life like a slug. (laughs) So (laughs) when I decide, got my passion planner, did my first to-do list yesterday for for like eight weeks. And I just put three things on there. And I did them. And I was so happy when I was telling you and your mom, I was like, guys, I've done my to-do list. (laughs) And that's made me feel good and built momentum for today's to-do list. Yep. So it's, yeah, and it's just like, oh, okay, I'm not going to like put 20 things on there. I'm yep. just going to do what's doable for me and build that momentum back up. You know? I, I think it's so smart. And I love that you said it because I had a coach who kind of drilled that into me was just doing three things a day. And he said, put your top three priorities and get them done. Because I used to keep a to-do list literally of like 27 things. And I would be so overwhelmed that I would stare at it and then do none of them. And even if I did one or two, I ended up adding one or two. So it never got smaller Wait, ever. It was like yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> no, it never, never got smaller. And so he'd say, do what, do three things. And like, you could have your other, there was, so there was like the main things that move you forward and then you'd have your other to-dos that kind of you could add to your list and just you keep moving like you know little errand type things but the important things are like your three main to-dos for the day and uh, when I started doing that and honestly I have been out of it a good year and a half I haven't been doing those kind of things that I used to do and I want to get back into the habit but honestly three things if you're like these are the three things that can move me toward the goals the things that I prioritize mm-hmm. that I really want if you only did three things a day you would be so much farther than actually getting 27 things done a day because a lot of times the 27 things are things that aren't important yeah. and they're urgent but not important so maybe it's like the laundry and it's you know getting the car washed and instead of doing the like pick up the phone to try to call a new prospect or get new business because that's harder we avoid it and then we go get the car washed or we go to the laundry the because the house is clean yeah the house is clean everything's done <laughs> it's beautiful you start dusting the fans you do things that like nobody even pays attention to and you haven't even picked up the phone to no. you know move, move your business forward it's absolutely true so true <laughs> i think yeah, you'll never have a cleaner house than if you have a long to-do list. Oh, that's the truth. So back to the vision board thing, because I'm curious. Since And maybe it's just because I'm not a visual person. I think for me, seeing something, a picture of it, and maybe it comes back to the belief thing, like with goals. Maybe if I put stuff on my vision board, I just don't believe I can have it. Do you think when it comes to vision boarding, you should put things that just are like words or let's say it's a like okay so for example last year I made a little digital vision board and I put it on my phone um, background and some of the pictures on there were I'm going to actually pull this up and see I'm looking at it right now so one of the pictures on here was a picture of Dubai yeah because I thought um, we were going to go and we didn't so Mm -hmm. check mark didn't happen another is a picture of this um, apartment in Nashville which I'm not living in Nashville. Um, A truck that I wanted to get didn't buy a truck. TLC, I wanted to get a show. So literally everything on here, nothing. None of these have happened, which they may in the future. I don't know. But I was like, you know, sometimes I feel that 
this stuff just makes me, I don't know, it makes me feel bad now, even though I was really excited when I did it. Okay, so what I would say looking at this picture on your phone, and it's just like all these different pictures of stuff that Danny's described, is that here's a question for you. Okay, so you say, okay, I want to earn an extra, I'm going to manifest an extra thousand dollars this month. Yep. Okay, and you're going through your month and you find like, you know, a dollar um, in your car and you find all this kind of stuff. Do you count those dollars as part of your thousand or would you just pick them up and use them and not realize that actually they're part of the manifestation? Mm. Probably pick it up and not count it towards I'd say my new like for money if that specific example today I would probably write it down and add it up but the older me at least for the money example I would say I wouldn't count it and the reason I would expect like a thousand dollar check yeah that's what I mean yeah people are looking for the thousand dollar check they're not available Mm -hmm. to other ways that they're going to receive those things so looking at Danny's thing yeah we can probably go okay well there's a picture of a truck there Mm -hmm. you have a picture of a truck that you went on with all the girls in Nashville when you went on that Mm -hmm. tour in Nashville Mm -hmm. like and you can look at all these things and be like okay well I wasn't actually in Cabo at this exact retreat but actually that looks like the retreat that I did go on Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. it's being available and open to receiving those images that you've put on there but not in the exact way that you thought they would come to you yeah being less attached to the outcome yeah being less attached to the outcome and just like accepting that you know like for example on my vision board I had like um one time I had a check that I wanted as a um, commission from a network marketing business it was like seven thousand and thirty-six pounds uh-huh. and 26p or something because I love being specific like that yep. so the check so I got a check and it was like seven thousand pounds and 38p uh-huh. I'm like oh well that's not come true right so it's like well <laughs> right. you know you just have to listen and look and see what is there available for you that is actually manifesting Mm -hmm. and you're maybe just not seeing it because it's not in the exact shape that you thought it would be yep and also being available for things like you were talking about to be better Mm -hmm. yeah yeah I was telling Mm -hmm. Ashley I said sometimes I'm afraid to put something down because what if what if it could actually be better so I had a friend and this was, I kind of coached her. She was going through a divorce and she was stressing out because she worked so hard and she had this Kia, this car. And she was like, Oh, I might have to give up my car. And I have, um, you know, my townhouse. And I was like, girl, you're holding so tight to this Kia. What if the universe has a Mercedes for you? Or what if it has like a Cadillac or Mm -hmm. a Lexus or something? And you're so worried about losing your Kia. Why don't you just let it go? Because you can have more. And I have to remind myself of that too. And it's so funny because today she lives in a much bigger house. She does have a Mercedes and she always tells me, she's like, Danny, I just remember, she goes, it's just funny now that I was so worried about holding onto this Kia. And I sometimes get scared. It's so silly, but I do get scared that maybe I'm limiting myself. If I set a goal, let's say I set a goal of $100,000. What if I could actually be making $250,000 and I set it too low. And so I go through all these like weird things in my mind of, well, what if I don't, I want to allow it to be as big as possible. Um, so I don't know. I just, this, the manifesting thing and uh, vision board, some, sometimes I trip myself up over yeah. it. Yeah. 
And I think if you're going to do that, just find another way to mm-hmm. that works for you. I mean, something I do is I'll add a little plus sign mm-hmm. or better. All right. Yeah. So I'm going to manifest this person or better. Or better. Yeah. It works. Yeah. Toy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so you can write or better. But if you have that much kind of momentum and confusion built up about your goals or about your vision boards or about doing the miracle morning, just don't do it. Yeah. Just don't do it. Just allow it to be and find, find a different way that, that works for you. And I like too about the surrender. Sometimes we're not in that season of going hustling. We just need to surrender to that moment and realize that we won't stay in it forever. I think often we, if we're feeling maybe lazy or tired, we're just exhausted. We're going, oh my gosh, I'm never going to work again. But it, it comes back, you know, um, Jill and I have been talking about this recently is she's just really tired. And and she had really given me permission last year. I, we t- I literally took the whole month of June just off doing nothing. And she's like, Danny, you've been doing this for 10 years. Like, give yourself a break. Yeah. And sometimes I think we're so used to just running on the treadmill at a certain pace. And there's also that quote that messes up is just be better today than you were yesterday. Well, I beat myself up because I'm like, I'm worse than I was yesterday. (laughs) And sometimes I think we need to take a couple steps back in order to go forward. And it's okay if you're, it's also okay if you're not better than you were yesterday. Maybe you are 20 pounds heavier, but guess what? You can get back again if you need to. Or maybe you went in debt for a season, but you're going to come back even stronger and richer than ever. Or maybe you had an injury, so you're not running as fast because you need to heal. And so that quote as well, I think, could sometimes mess people up because we beat ourselves up going, well, I'm not even doing as good as I did yesterday. I'm worse. I think there's a lot of quotes that really piss me off like that, (laughs) to be honest. Yeah. But I think whatever it is, is, you know, most people listening to this Mm -hmm. will have a sense of awareness and will be pretty smart. Yeah. Because they found you, they've attracted this podcast into their life, so they probably want more. And it's like, if you have that level of awareness, whatever it is, just allow yourself to be. Yeah. Give yourself grace. Give yourself permission to just be who you are right now, today, in this moment. And like you say, whether it's you need to take the day off and rest, take the fucking day off and rest. Yeah. If your life, your success is dependent on one day, there's something seriously wrong. So... You know, and and have that awareness of when you need, you know, that you need to do stuff and you need to get back on the horse and not wallow and feel sorry for yourself, but but just rest as well. And it's like if you listen to anything, Gary V, he talks a lot about like, you know, we're people are in their 20s or in the 30s and they're like, oh, my God, like I need to be like a billionaire this year. And I've said to you, I was like, I'm always in between. I want to be a billionaire and have my own private jet. And I'm just so comfortable with my life. Yeah. The way it is. Yeah. yeah. I'm always in between those two. And, you know, that's OK. But we have time. Yeah. Yeah. We have time, but we also have to be urgent because success loves urgency. It's very confusing. It, it, is, it is very confusing. I think <laughs> that's the whole point is it? it is. But it It's so funny how we, I love what you just said about if your whole success depends on one day, then what it's, it's the truth. It really is the over time. We have to look at the big picture while we need to make smaller goals and work towards small things. We also need to look at the big picture and realize that you can't get that big picture without doing the day-to-day stuff and missing one day isn't going to derail you. It's really your, 
The Compound Effect. That yep. book, The Compound Effect, The Slight Edge, Jeff Olson's book, The Slight Edge. He talks about the things you do day after day. If you eat a giant burger and fries and a Coke today, are you going to get fat overnight? No. If you like eat a salad today, are you going to get skinny and be fit overnight? No. But those choices over time are going to lead you towards better health or worse and declining health. And so we have to realize that the one time we slip up or we give ourselves a few days off or maybe a week off, we beat ourselves up and then we make that act. We act like that's the whole, yeah. the whole enchilada or the whole the life. Enchilada. <laughs> yeah. I think we need to zoom out. Yeah. We need to zoom out of, of our little insular, you know, lives that we're living. And there's this image, I don't know if you've seen it, where it is from space and it's a picture of earth from uh-huh. space yeah and you can google it and when you look at that image you just go wow like i am so, so small. small and if we just zoom out and go oh actually the fact that like i have missed the gym today and you know i didn't meet susie for our green like smoothie <laughs> yeah yesterday at 6 a.m and our jog in the park that we can just zoom out and go okay well that actually doesn't have a huge impact as I think it does on my life but what does have an impact if you start to feel bad about it yep so true I love this conversation because this is the time of year where I think people are really beating themselves up if they don't have the right goals or the right plan Um, because you know I got invited to a vision board party today and then as soon as I got home I saw on uh, Facebook I got invited to another one and then I saw another and so there's all these these parties happening and goal setting things happening and while I love it and I think it's fantastic and I did take some time at the beginning of the year to write out some goals for the next month and the next three months I also I didn't want to feel bad about it and I didn't stress as much as I usually do um because I have been there, I have beat myself up. And I've realized that that's kept me from probably achieving things mm-hmm. because I I set goals almost out of obligation and I didn't really want them. And so then I didn't get them. And then I thought, well, goals don't work because I didn't get it, but I didn't even really want the thing to begin with. No. So I messed myself all up. And so this time I wanted to be a lot more intentional and go, what does Danny actually want to mm-hmm. need versus what do I think I'm supposed to say that I want to need? Yeah, so interesting. And like we were saying that we started this conversation at the beginning of the podcast was that, um, so when last year I went to Bali for mm-hmm. two weeks and, and came to the conclusion of my goals and stuff. This year I was like, I'm going to spend three days in a hotel here in, in Vegas and just on my own. And honestly, for two and a half days, I stressed out. I was yep. like, why have I not done my goals yet? I've got my passion planner. I've got yep. my notebook. I've got my pen out. I'm like doing this. Like, wait, I just don't know what, what, what do I want? Okay, I'm going to meditate. I'm going to meditate. Right, okay, meditate. Okay. No, I still don't know what I want. Yep. And I just went, and this this message just came through me and it was like fucking surrender. Yeah. Surrender. And I went, okay, that's it. Yep. This is fine. Like, I don't know what the fuck I want. Yep. Game over. Yep. And then I just went out and like got a coffee and did all this. And that night, so then last night I was there, it was literally like this impulse for me to just go and pick my notebook up. Yeah. And I just started writing. I didn't think about it. Yeah. Nothing. And I, and I got my three month yep. kind of goals down and I was like, oh, okay, well that was good. But I think that like, doing something like that where maybe you can if you're struggling with your goals it's like not everyone can take three days out and go in a hotel but maybe you can say like okay I've got a Saturday today Mm -hmm. I'm gonna let 
you know, hubby, take the kids. Yep. And my intention is by the end of today, I want to feel like, yes, I know what I'm doing. Yeah. And then you just go and get your nails done and you just go for a walk and you allow things to flow to you. Yeah. And, you know, I think that that's a far better space to, you know, manifest or, you know, really discover what it is that you want than forcing yourself on the 1st of January to get these goals done. Yeah. Yep. I love that. I think that gives permission for people to do the same. And also just what you said of you were trying to push it and it wasn't coming. And then you finally just were like, forget it. And then it comes. So I think often we are so stressed out about it that we block ourselves. Mm-hmm. And when we just allow surrender, suddenly it comes. It's like, yep. it's like some of my best ideas. I remember even thinking of the sweaty Betty's name, like, what are we going to call it? What are we going to call it? Couldn't think of anything. And then I just like, I can't think of this anymore. And suddenly boom, the name just pops into your head. So I think sometimes if you're in that space of what does this need to look like? How does it need to be? Like give it a night's rest and just go, you know, I'm not thinking about it anymore. I'm going to watch a movie. I'm going to go on a walk. And suddenly the thing just pops into your head in the shower or the middle of the night, you wake up at 3 a.m. and you're like, I got it. And it's so funny how our brains work that way when we're trying so hard, it's not there. And then as soon as you let it go, it's like, oh. Yeah, when you just surrender. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Surrender and and just... Yeah, like you say, just forget about it and do something different. So that being said, you guys join us tomorrow at our goal setting party. No, just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, what? (laughs) Where you have to have 20 of your goals. You need to write them down and you have to write them in blood. (laughs) And we are going to help you stick to them. You know, I actually, um, the last couple of years, I didn't do it this year, but I did a strategy and goal setting sessions with clients and I loved doing it because I helped them get clear. And Mm -hmm. ultimately, sometimes having somebody help you go through it, it it is helpful because like a coach or somebody like that, because a lot of them would come to me with the idea of the things they thought they needed to do. And I'd say, well, you're saying one thing, but you're telling me also this. And that doesn't, it doesn't feel in alignment with what you actually want. And so maybe if you're feeling stressed or maybe if you feel like me, where you've set goals before and you feel like you failed, you didn't make them, maybe go to a friend, a trusted person, a coach, a friend, a mentor and say, hey, these are kind of what I'm thinking, but I'm a little lost. You know, maybe you can help me out or tell me if you think this sounds right. Because sometimes we need somebody else's perspective to go, Mm -hmm. yeah, uh, Danny, that sounds good, but maybe, maybe that's not the goals you need to focus on right now. Yeah. You know? And sometimes I think we focus on too many at once. We want to change our health. We want to change our business. We want to get in a relationship. It's like, okay, well, you can't have the perfect relationship, the perfect body, the perfect business if you're starting from scratch on all of those. Like you've got to pick one thing at a time. It's too much of a jump doing them all at once. Yeah. And just not being hard and reassessing as well. Yeah. If you start to feel like resistance or you start to feel like you're not taking action towards a goal, then you know, that's a time to kind of reassess and go, okay, is this still something I want? And it's okay to change it if it's yeah. not. Yeah, It's okay. And, you know, reassess and don't be hard on yourself because you're not taking action. It's yep. just maybe that there's something out of alignment. Like you're saying, it's not maybe exactly what you want or there's a better way. There's something shifting within you or there's some better plan yep. coming together. I think that's huge and something we can leave people on is being open to change and being open to things looking different and possibly being different. That's the other reason why I like doing three-month goals versus a year because 
maybe halfway through you're going, I don't want this anymore, or it's not going to be as easy as I thought it was, or it's or hard, or it just doesn't, it's just not what I feel anymore. Maybe you met a new person and things changed. So yeah. being open to it, looking different or just letting it go yes. instead of feeling like a failure, just going, you know what, maybe instead of losing 30 pounds, I just have a goal to be comfortable in my skin and loving myself. Yep. And maybe the weight will come off, maybe it won't, but I just actually want to love my body instead of stressing about food every minute of the day. Or I just want to actually have fun. And I, maybe I did want a million dollars, but my lifestyle at 300,000 is actually pretty damn good. So do I need, you know, there's so many things I think we can actually just let go of because we've, they've been planted there by someone else. Yeah. Surrender. Surrender. And, and be okay with change. I love this conversation. I love the new year because I think it's amazing. Um, you guys need to follow Miss Ashley Ray. She has her own podcast. I do. My CEO Life. My CEO Life with Ashley Ray. And it's A-S-H-L-Y-R-A-E. That's correct. And what's your Instagram? Ashley yeah. Ray CEO. Ashley Ray CEO. Make sure you follow this chick. Let She's... me know how your goals are for the year. <laughs> yeah. I'll yeah. hold you accountable. We'll hold <laughs> you accountable to your goals. No, we would love to hear your uh, thoughts on these because, um, you know, some people have a very different perspective. I remember learning the whole smart goals thing. Uh, what was it? Specific, measurable, something, blah, blah, blah. That and time. Gives me anxiety. And yeah. Too, and I, I think things. that's one of the things that can stress people out. So I want to hear from, from you guys. So tag me, tag Ashley Ray CEO, tag the Best Life Podcast and... Whatever you do, just have an amazing 2019, even if you're going to just take the year off. Yeah. <laughs> and watch, watch Friends. <laughs> All right. We love you guys. Bye. Bye. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.